We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe, hello. Hi, how are you? Out Now is a film podcast where Abe and I normally discuss new movies weekly. However, this, <laughs> However. this, is, this is way different than even the, the, the other special episodes we do. So this is, this is the most specialist of episodes throughout the year because we have reached that time, the, 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 the days, the minutes before summer movie season has started. And that means, that's right, the summer gamble has returned once again. And Abe, yes, and I know you know this, it's not just any summer gamble. No. No, sir. Mm-mm. It's summer gamble X. Yeah, in space. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> summer gamble at the 10th annual summer gamble. Can you believe it? I can't. Yeah. Mainly because it should be the 11th, but we got had to cancel it here. But regardless, <laughs> it's, been a, it's, it's been a rough couple of years for it's everybody. The, it's, it's, it's been a, it has, but we're back again. We came back last year. It's pretty good. But with, with the worldwide likes, last year, the worldwide, we went worldwide this year. We're we're bringing it back down to domestic. Yeah, but it's still the 10th annual summer movie gamble. I'm excited for this. You excited? I, I'm excited. I'm super excited because oh. you know we'll get to it later. But mm-hmm. you know who's gonna win? This guy. And he pointed at me. That's great. Thanks, Abe. <laughs> uh, it's, it's weird how I saw that without video. <laughs> I saw it too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's get let's get to these guys. These these guys that have joined us here for the summer gamble to to go over the parameters of this, what we think is going to happen this summer, and all and all that. Here we have it from Fast Film Reviews. When it's time for a new era, it's time for Mark Hoban. Hi, everyone. Hey, Mark. Also also joining us from the Van and Peter Show and Wise of Blue. Hanging for dear life from a speeding bullet train, it's Brandon Peters. I heart Hoban. <laughs> you do. That's I awesome. Uh-huh. I do. That's where I'm going this year. I was against him, but now <laughs> I'm for him. Well, the they... movie gods look kindly upon that, Brandon. Well, how are how are the two of you doing this evening? Doing good. Yeah, I'm doing great. I always enjoy uh, this show. It's it's fun to talk about the summer movies. Yeah, this is this is a fun way to kind of preview the summer as we also get ourselves steeped into a very intense. Very bitter com- competition. <laughs> that was between us. Friendships have been lost over this. I, I am glad to have both you guys here, uh, Mark. It's, it's great to have you as always. And Brandon Peters, you were the 2021 Summer Movie Gamble champion mm-hmm. and still uh, global champion. <laughs> oh, wow, wow! Even after this title. summer. Yep. Yeah, indeed. So you know, comes up. That it, uh, will end this this year, though. Ooh. Sadly, the global champion it will not, um, because we're only doing domestic. So <laughs> he's really, he's really when, sticking to the semantics on this one. When yeah. when oh, when, right. the, when Trivial Pursuit, the Out Now edition, gets made, <laughs> they'll be like, "Who was the only global champion?" Yeah, I'll be the answer. I'm yeah, gonna make is. this a Snapple bottle cap fact, and I'm gonna submit it to uh, Coca Cola Company. That, that is a good, yeah, that's a good idea. And yeah. plus, when we and when we make the out now monopoly so uh-huh. far brandon's competing for um park place right now that's what he's saying <laughs> there we go abe and i are obviously a waterworks and electric company that just makes sense yeah i'm um, actually the animated uh policeman on the new uh monopoly board it's just, you, you hear the branding it's just yeah. your face it's just me shouting <laughs> with the whistle. Whistle. go back to go <laughs> holding the stick yeah. <laughs> That you beat perps with. It's the only mustache. That's what, I, that's what I assume the Monopoly guy does, but he beats perps with that stick. 
It's a very dark game. That's going to be our part of our November. Uh, it is on the boardwalk of New Jersey. I know dark things happen there. There's a whole show. Oh, no. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, that's right. the Summer Gamble. Summer Gamble X. Okay, so for those that are not aware, uh, every year for the past, you guessed it, 10 years. Uh, X years. Oh, 11, X years. Uh, 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> we gather here, many of us, Abe and I and many guests of the show, which has increased over time. We gather here to go over what we think are going to be the top 10 highest grossing films of the summer. There's a very elaborate grading rubric for this that allots us points by the end of the summer based off our picks. This also includes three dark horse picks, uh, which are basically films that we are not confident enough to get in the top 10. But hey, you never know. It might actually happen. And those afford us a certain amount of points as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what we're going to do right now is going over the four of us all have our top 10s and our dark horses assembled. So we're going to read out through those lists. Um, the lists of every other uh, panel member, every other not panel, these are the panel, every other uh, per, uh, gamble uh, participant. Um, I will have those by this Wednesday, which is the cutoff date that I've made this year, uh, right before Doctor Strange opens, so nobody has any kind of leg up on uh, when uh, what what movies are making, what kind of money. Um, that said, there are penalties issued for anyone that does not submit their list by that time, so that's how that works. Um, okay, so. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's before I can before we explain any more of this. Let's go through our, our list, the top ten highest grossing films of the summer. Our predictions, along with our dark horses, and let's start with the let's start with the global champion himself, Brandon. Let's go through your list. What is your top ten list? For I am year? not confident on my list at all this year. <laughs> I don't care. This is a weird. <laughs> oh, a lot of big talk, and now you're the small guy again. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, I'm not the small guy. But um, okay, so I I'm gonna go with Jurassic World: Colon Dominion. For my number one. Okay. That's where I'm, or should I start at 10 and go down? Well, you already started. At one yeah, you already started. <laughs> All right. All right. So I have that. And then number two, I have Dr. Strange. Um, am I supposed to be giving reasons or just run nope, nope, just let me read a straight yeah, list. Ahead, read All right. Number three, I have Lightyear. Number four, Minions. Number five, Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Uh, number six, I have Nope. Number seven, Top Gun, Colin, Maverick. <laughs> Number eight, Elvis. Number nine, DC League of Super Dash Pets. And number 10, Downton Abbey, The Revenge. <laughs> and what are your dark horse picks? Black Phone, uh, Bullet Train, and Pause of Fury. Ooh. Okay. We've, we've got your list set in stone. Now you can't change it. That's how it works around these parts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Mark Hoban. Well, what are you? What Brooke, is your Brandon was at? reading his list because he won last year. I was furiously changing mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> Those extra minutes. Yeah. It's good that we put the we had, first. We had the same list. Who knew? <laughs> right. So I'm going to start at number 10 and I'll build the one. Okay. Okay. All right. So number 10, DC League of Super Pets. Number nine, Elvis. Number eight, Bullet Train. Number seven, Nope. Number six, Top Gun Maverick. Number five, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Number four, Lightyear. Number three, Thor, Love and Thunder. Number two, Jurassic World Dominion. And my number one, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And then my dark horse picks are Downton Abbey, A New Era, the Black Phone and Bob's Burger, the Bob's Burgers movie. All right. 
Okay. Oh, this is getting intense. This is getting intense. I know. <laughs> hey, let's make it more intense. What are your picks? My number sweat, two. Abe. I know. There's, there's. Uh, this is like um, uh, that one movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't remember the name with Michael Ironside. And uh, I'm sweating right now. As Total, Total Recall. Recall. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a game. You guys both won. Collateral damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number ten. Downton Abbey: A New Era. Nine. Elvis. Eight. DC League of Super Pets. Seven, nope. Six, Lightyear. Five, Minions, colon, The Rise of Gru. Uh, four, Top Gun, colon, Maverick. Three, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. There might have been a colon there somewhere. Uh, two, Thor, colon, Love and Thunder. And number one, Jurassic World Dominion, Dark Horses. The Bob's Burgers movie. The Black Phone. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Throwing away picks, huh? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I'd like to see your picks, sir. I'd zoned out. Abe, what were those again? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you number change 10. Them. You can change them. <laughs> Marcel the Shell is definitely a bold pick. Dark horse, baby. Let's go. <laughs> okay. My. my... <laughs> it's going to make $1 million. <laughs> If that, <laughs> you said it. <laughs> I got to show that little uh, short segment some love. All right. My All top right. 10 picks for summer movie gamble X. I'm so upset that I can't are brought to you by <laughs> here's an ad. <laughs> we have ads now. I know we changed. All right. Number 10 Downton Abbey colon a new era. Number nine bullet train. Number eight, Elvis. Number seven, Top Gun, colon, Maverick. Number six, Nope. Number five, Minions 2, colon, The Rise of Gruel. Number four, Pixar's Lightyear. Number three, Thor, Love and Thunder. Number two, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Number one, Jurassic World, Dominion. And my dark horses are that really complicated DC Super Pets title that I League of Super yeah that one number or the, the next one the Black Phone and the Bob's Burgers movie. So we've done it. We've gone through our picks for the summer gamble. So I'm the only one of the four that's picking Doctor Strange as number one. Yeah, yeah. You're that's not alone great. on the overall list. Yeah, um, there there mm-hmm. are some that have picked Doctor Strange some that have picked jurassic it's pretty split honestly yeah. um, which is interesting i mean this is the, the first time in a while that we haven't had a consensus pick for the number one which we normally have mm-hmm. one or two outsiders that are like i think i'm gonna get the upper hand on them and they're generally wrong uh this year no, no that's not the case we're all like oh i don't know maybe it's one maybe it's the other i feel better uh, about myself after hearing all the lists i'm like okay it is just that kind of year <laughs> Well, it, do, it does make it interesting, and that's yeah. going to lead us into the That's the actually a great segue, here. Brandon. Yeah. It's almost as if we paid you to do that. <laughs> ah, this next segment is brought to you by... <laughs> that's right. Orville Redevacher's Popcorn. <laughs> movie flavored. What's just your like, favorite scary movie? Just uh, like you're sitting next to Nicole Kidman at AMC Theaters. <laughs> the movies. That was a really good, that was a really good ad. Well, yeah, let's get to it then. Let's get to uh, the rest of this where we talk about these 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 crazy things that we've just talked about. Um, so what is it? It's May. 
it's literally May. It's the first day of May. Uh, we've had a few months <clears throat> of films uh, this year so far. We've seen the uh, the box office. We've seen what films have been doing. The Batman's obviously like a huge hit. And you've got some, you know, got some strong other hits. You got Uncharted made money. Sonic the Hedgehog's become like the biggest video game movie ever in America. Uh, what are you guys thinking as far as how movies are right now? Is summer is summer back? Are we are we back at it? So are we going to have big grossing movies during the summer? I mean, I don't think we're fully back compared to 2019, mm-hmm. but we're definitely better than 2020, obviously. And I'd say we're about the same as last year. Right. Um, the reason why I say that is, you know, six movies did over 100 million last year during the summer. And I suspect that six, perhaps seven will do about over a hundred million. That's what I'm sort of thinking. I know we weren't required to pick, you know, box office, but I was just sort of mm-hmm. thinking like what I think they're going to make. And I think about six or seven of the movies will, will do that. So I, I'd say we're about the same as last year. Yeah. Look at looking at reputation of, uh, prior films, what's going on, like from these filmmakers that they'd be sold on and stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't, yeah, I, I'd say Mark's right. Probably like six, maybe seven hit a hundred million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of there too. I, I certainly feel as though we're kind of clawing back, but we're definitely not back to where, you know, pre-pandemic stuff where every week is going to be a hundred million dollars, like guaranteed for a new release. That is a tentpole slash like an IP movie. But it does feel as though we're sort of coming back. I mean, Aaron, you just mentioned all of those movies that, that you know, even though Uncharted, we didn't really like as much, um, still made like $190 million, something like that, right? 146, so, 146 uh, domestic yeah. um, right. over, where is it at right now? It's at 395 worldwide. Right. So, you know, not bad. I mean, the bad guys, not great, but 44 million, I'm kind of, that's a good number to have for uh um, like a children heavy focused movie child ya focused movie so mm-hmm. do i think that we're back not really but hey signs are looking good at least it wasn't like the dire thing that we had and like when aaron and i were doing you know netflix released movies to uh, uh director netflix released movies as weekly um spotlights i i also think there's like unknown commodities here like we all talk we have elvis mm-hmm. and last time baz Luhrmann did you know, some kind of known property did a movie, you know, Gatsby that made a bunch of money, but that was 2013. A whole lot's changed since then. Not even non pandemic as to what people are going to and what could be. And so you're looking at that, like, well, that could attract people, but we just, I honestly, I'm like, I don't know. It's a, that's a, that's a wild card for sure. As far as where I think that ends up, like I have it in my, we all have it in our list, I believe. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, and you're not wrong, Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. Great Gatsby, huge money, which was a surprise at the time. Cause it came out in that like second week of May slot, which mm-hmm. normally isn't the best slot for movies. Right. Right. Um, it was the, the death. Yeah. It was a death. It, it was a death knell because it'd be like whatever Marvel movie came out the week before just right. still like, makes money. And only then, like, Abrams Star Trek movie, like defied it before Gatsby. Right? One of the rare ones. Yeah. But Gatsby, between like that book being something that everyone's generally familiar with Baz mm-hmm. Luhrmann style and the, you know, the big factor, Leo, who, Leo. Yeah. who tends to make money with his movies. Right. That was huge. Elvis, on the other hand, you know, Tom Hanks is the draws for a star appeal, mm-hmm. but then it's like, do people want to see Elvis? Like, yeah, what's people... Elvis's footprint right now? Like how big is that? But you I never... think that's sort of an adult skewing type thing. And I, I think that, you know, it'll do fine, but it's, 
you know, I mean, last year we were talking about in the heights and we were like discussing whether or not that would do well. And it, it didn't. And, you know, things like West Side Story and they're, they're not bringing in the kinds of uh, numbers that used to bring for those kinds of films. And I, I would say Elvis is going to be a success, but I, I don't think it's going to be one of these big box office things that's, right. you know, going to be there for, for weeks and weeks. It, I think it comes mm-hmm. down to the quality, honestly, and which leads to word of mouth. Like if Elvis is delivering not only like a, you know, a biopic of this guy we're aware of, but something sure. that's like, you got to see this in a theater because it's the spectacle, which is something Baz Luhrmann knows how to do. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, going to be the determining factor if it gets those, Mark, like you're saying, these repeat visits as opposed to just the curiosity factor. I mean, I would, I don't know how they're going to market this, but I would be doing some like Spotify, Pandora, like random spots where kids are listening to music to toss in some of this movie's version of those songs randomly and to keep them in more of a pop culture lexicon for young kids to get to this because old people know what Elvis is mm-hmm. like that's that we're, you're either going to that or not based off that trailer it doesn't matter what songs are going to do for you right well, that, I'll but. say I'll say this I mean they showed some footage this week at CinemaCon and it went over very well oh, okay. but Warner Brothers they're not dumb you know they know how to Run market this kind of thing mm-hmm. right uh, so it's it, I, I guarantee they have plenty of plans in place to not just say we have a movie but hey Elvis was a big deal Here's a lot of reasons why. Also, here's that movie you can go and see now. Well, I, I think it'll know. definitely hit the top 10 for the sure. summer. Yeah. yeah. But I am curious how much, because I'm that, that leads to some other discussions as far as what's pe- what are people familiar with versus what do they want to see in a movie theater? Yeah, totally. And right. I think that's actually a really good um, indication or like these exam- these movies that are coming out are prime examples of what you just mentioned of. These are all things that we're also all pretty aware of. Jurassic World, Marvel, you know, Top Gun. Pixar. Uh, Pixar, yeah. Those so nothing very untested. Yeah, the minions. It's like nothing untested in the waters of you know um, viewers is is cash, right? So you know, yeah. Where do these bold things go? Which is actually a really good segue into our next question, which is like, how did you guys go around picking your dark horses? Were they sentimental reasons? Were they you know okay? Well, mathematically speaking, these are the ones that fell into eleven, twelve, thirteen, uh, or was it just more of like you know what? You never know. Super wild card. I mean, for me, it's definitely the math. No, mm-hmm. no question. That's, you know, if I want to like go with like gut feelings and how I think movies are going to be on a quality level, sure, I can like look at it in a certain kind of way and be like, I really won't hope this does well. Sure. And generally, I hope the movies in general do well. Like, yeah. the, the more the more movies do well, the more we get other movies <laughs> that are not necessarily just these, you know, tent poles, but like other things that are created yeah. or what have you. I Regardless, mean, as far as these dark horses go, yeah, it comes down, it came down to the math to me. Like okay. I, I, I have no idea what the appeal of Bob's Burgers is versus the other ten movies of this list. Will it do Simpsons numbers? I doubt it. Will it mm-hmm. do something a little under that? Maybe. <laughs> it's a, I believe this uh, Bob's Burgers movie is a holdover from like 2020 too, so it's something that should have come out a while ago. All the jokes are going to be from 2019. <laughs> 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 Minions is the only technical like holdover at this point. The Buzz Bird, they've been no uh, Top Gun too. I Top, Top, sorry, Top Gun, Top Gun, Gun, yeah. Top Gun and Minions. Um, I forgot. Oh, Jesus, with Top Gun, they <laughs> shot it so long ago. Uh, but yeah, Buzz Burger is one where like they had a plan to make a movie and then they eventually we were able to do it because they just knew when they had a time to do it. like it sure Min- minions was like minions was done <laughs> like minions was raided yeah. has been raided they could put it on peacock tomorrow if they wanted to <laughs> they could put it on a little months ago 
but but as far as Bob's Burgers, like yeah, I have you know what I don't know I I don't know how strong that is by comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, Black- well, I mean Downton Abbey's been since the 1920s, so yeah. <laughs> On Mark's uh, dark horse list, yeah. Yeah, so uh, to your question, Abe, uh, my dark horses were 11, 12, 13. Okay. They're just the, mm-hmm. the, if I was thinking of all the films that are coming out this summer, what I think they're going to do, they're the ones that are just below the top 10. But, yeah. you know, uh, will Downton Abbey beat DC League of Super Pets, which I do have in my top 10? Very likely. So that's mm-hmm. why it's, you know, a dark horse. Yeah. That's the battle all eyes are on this summer. It really is, though. The 10, I mean, 10 11 means- spot. It's the ten. It is the ten eleven spot. Yeah, it's like yeah. the super pets make like it's pets. It, it could. Has, and it has <laughs> Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson. Well, it's animated. Keanu, yeah, yeah. It's animated. animated and yeah. Well, like, I think animated films have a, a a life of their own, and they don't even have to open big. They can just sit there at the box office. Mm-hmm. Look at look at Sing Two. That just sat there at the theater for weeks and weeks and weeks, and it. I think it ended up doing like hundred and seventy million. What? <laughs> oh yeah, Sing Two is a. Mm-hmm. A, a big hit but it's all i just i look at the and other the, brands of animated movies that are coming out I just well wonder, the kids like, have options this summer that's uh-huh. the thing yeah. i noticed that yeah. stands out this summer more is the kids are going to have some options and get lots the, of choices parents yeah. to the theater yeah brandon you had pause of fury theory because yeah but i yeah. mean that one is only is my dark horse because well i, I think i thought i saw i was like there's like an overload of animation and what if one of these I mean, if DC Super Pets doesn't do well, then maybe Pause of Fury is discovered. I don't, I don't know, but I, yeah, like Aaron said, math. Um, yeah, I have Bullet Train as a dark horse because I can't compare it to Deadpool two or Hobbs and Shaw. I have to go Atomic Blonde, which same same idea, same director, big star doing that thing. But I will say, Bullet Train has been with everything, everywhere, all at once. A lot of tr- it's been attached to a lot of things. Its awareness is pretty high and it looks like a lot of fun, but I don't know if it's that much fun. You look at the first like John Wick and stuff, mm-hmm. put it in there. I don't think that's going to like even at a success rate. I don't think it's, I, it's hard to hit the top I, 10. I will. I will note, though, that with Atomic Blonde and John Wick, those are smaller studios in movies that are not deemed not, not marketed as fun. They're revenge dramas or they're woman gets beaten up a lot and maybe fights some other people where right. bullet, bullet train is Brad Pitt, a guy that sells tickets is going to be on a bullet train, having a bunch of fun fighting assassins. <laughs> I, I have to tell you uh, in the lost city, Brad Pitt was the best thing as far as I'm concerned in that whole film. I don't think so. anyone would disagree with you. He's so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> he was, I don't think anyone would walk out of lost city was and be like, it was pretty good for Brad Pitt. Why, why was he so handsome, guys? Dad of the weather, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For these dark horses, it's, it, Interesting because, uh, like what we were just talking about here, there's just so many hits and misses in terms of where people will spend their box office dollars. So that's why I think that this year, yes, while I, I traditionally did do like 11, 12, 13, um, this year I was like, well, you know, you never yeah. know if Marcel's going to get some money. Well, uh, like, I, I think Black Phone's going to do well. I just yeah. don't think it's going to do that well. You know, well, I mean, it's, it could be, you know, it's that breakout horror it thing. Could. Yeah, it's yeah. A, that, higher, exactly. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know R-rated exactly. rated movie in the summer where it's just and, like, let's go check out this horror movie. And, and there's also the what does badly, because that also factors in. Like, what mm-hmm. what's the yes. thing that flops and therefore this other thing gets in in its place or what have you. Right. With that said, Abe, <laughs> Marcel, like everything, everywhere, all at once is going to be one of A24's highest grossing, and, and movies it's like at with, twenty-three million. With, with, or no, something? no, no, no. With it's at thirty-five, 35. right now. It'll probably get to like forty. Yeah, 
Marcel the Shell's not going to clear 10. Like, not, <laughs> you never, Jenny Slate could throw, knock it out of the park. Who knows? That was that one was the emotional pick. The other two, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I definitely see Little Black Clone and the Bob's Burgers movie, one that I've been talking about for a few years. Yes. Uh, as, <laughs> as 11 and 12. And then I was like, again, you just never know because some of these movies have made pocket change. And some but of them a little like, indie, oh, I will say, a little indie animation. I mean, that's like, I, Anomalisa or something that, that, <laughs> yeah. that made like what less than five, I think like million. $34. So I, <laughs> I have so, the receipt. <laughs> you're the one <laughs> you saw it twice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it, you know, I, I'm glad that I'm glad that our heads are on right. Except for Abe, uh, with look, the look, looking, looking at my list, honestly, like I, I apparently I'm betting on adults because having like down to down sure. bullet train and Elvis as yeah. like the, as my back end, it's like, yeah, Super Pets and Bob's Burgers, they're probably good bets too. But Downton Abbey, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, Downton like, Abbey's weird. Was it a novelty just the first time to go and now people wait? Or or are they like, it's back, we gotta go. Right. I, I looked it up from last time that it was out. I think it was like 2013, though. It was like, like 96. No, yeah, no, 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 it was only like a couple of years ago. It was like 2017 or 2017. I, yeah. yeah, but it, it made and that, was a a, and that was like a November. It was like a holiday earlier, like earlier. This is like mm-hmm. summer version of Downton Abbey. Sure. It's like, so for people, know. so people who have it in the top 10, what do you think it would make in order to reach that plateau? Same as before. Yeah, I think it get about the same, if not a little 85 less. to 95. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think that's very optimistic. It is, I, I just but don't, I, I just don't think I just don't think adult skewing dramas like that are doing that kind of business. I mean, unless yeah. something changes. It's got a fan base though. So I mean, it's, it's got a, it, it's got a fan base fan in, a, base. in a previous movie that did that business. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, we like all three of us minus Mark have it as number 10. Yeah. So. It's not random British drama. It's a you know con- Continuation. It's a franchise oh, yeah, yeah. picture. And, it's and, a franchise. And I have it in my so. dark horse. Dark so horse, yeah. I, I, I yeah. understand the, the logic. Yeah. Right. But it's, it's not also do a whole it, bunch, but not going to do like, you know, nothing either. Well, the other thing it's is. It's not Marcel the show with shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the other thing is release date. I mean, it's coming. It's coming a couple weeks after Doctor Strange. Right. Before some heavier hitters where there's and there's there's nothing else like as far as that mm-hmm. kind of programming. There's there's nothing else out there's there. There's a lot of spells in, in the summer like that, though. I notice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, August like is death. Nothing, there's nothing in August. August is death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so really nothing in August. You're looking at things like um, I'm, I don't know the dates off, but like Nope is one of the really last Late July. Big, yeah. Like, yeah. July. Yeah, or Bullet Train. Yeah. Bullet Train. Bullet Train. Like the last. And, like, and DC okay. League of Super Pets. Like yeah, those, those are, are like. Yeah. Yeah. So those are all at the end there. I mean, so that's kind of like where Thor is probably going to be thriving, right? Like week over week, July 8 release, you know, into August, right? So. Yeah, it, it's it's such a weird summer too because everything's like definitely like front loaded or mid loaded, and then Marvel seems like they're playing their cards right. Hey, let's put one early in the in the beginning of May next week, and then we'll put one in the middle of summer to capture the well, rest of the. Uh, but that's a, here, yeah, that's here's an interesting question: Will Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness be available digitally on Disney Plus before Thor: Love and Thunder? I doubt that. No. Yeah, I agree. Have I they done things like that before? But I'm just saying, like, just to get people they've done ready things like, or prep. You know, they, like, they've they've done things like that with with the movies that didn't make as much as they okay. could have. Uh, with something like Doctor Strange, I think it's just going to keep making money where they don't need they, they don't need the reason they don't have a reason to do it. Okay. Okay. 
Because I know like Shang-Chi and Eternals came out like right before the next movie came out digitally. And they and I don't know, Spider-Man here is a month before. I mean, they the thing was still making money, so mm-hmm. hold on to it. But I'm just I'm just wondering because there is a good distance there um, between the two. But I'm just wondering if like, hmm, if there's a plan to do that. Like I wouldn't say it's out of the entire realm of possibility. I just have I I would have doubts about them doing that for Doctor Strange specifically, compared to something like Eternals, which you know didn't make much sure. money by comparison. And I can't, I can't remember what movies. they did with like the Black Widow stuff. Um, Black Widow came out fairly like. It, then did they put it to to streaming? And then they were like, "Hey, by the way, Shang Chi's coming out next week." Yeah, it came out fast. It came, it came yeah. out fast, yeah. But there was factors yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Well. obviously yeah there's a lot of yes right yeah legal legal things yeah <laughs> but not even just that it's just it wasn't i mean it's i mean that's why the legal things it wasn't sure. making much money by comparison for you know obvious reasons even among other things going on with the yeah. summer last year um still did numbers worldwide like it's, it's mm-hmm. like it didn't flop none of them flop like it's just, yeah. right there's a certain you know marvel you know you get a certain comfortable comfortability level when it comes to these giant blockbusters that are the biggest franchise in the world and then yeah you have something like a pandemic that's you know messes everything Yikes. up it's like yeah it's gonna mess with the with the uh with the with the way things have been going mixed totally. with we have disney plus and we have stocks and we have to deal with that mm-hmm. uh, so it's all that kind of stuff um all right well let's move on let's get to let's talk let's talk about like what we're most anticipating um and we can relate that kind of to the months in which these things are coming out so how about I go? How about we go? We talk about May for a bit, and I'm just going to name the big the big things coming out in May. Mm-hmm. We can kind of go through that level. So on May we have Doctor Strange, obviously. Uh, we have the Bob's Burgers movie. We have Top Gun Maverick, and I guess Downton Abbey. Like as far as the the big hit movies that are coming out, though, those are mm-hmm. those are what we got. Mm-hmm. So like in May, what are you what are you looking forward to, Brandon? Men. Yeah. That the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I agree. That's a good one. That thing. Every time a trailer comes up. Uh, like you, you see a real trailer before you go to see a movie, and that thing looks like a damn film. Like it is looks big. It's like a small scale movie, but it looks larger than a lot of blockbusters just in its feel. Um, and I'm just mesmerized by it. It looks strange, weird, and uh, yeah, I've I've liked Gar- Garland. Annihilation was one of my favorite films of that year. It came, might have been my favorite. I can't remember. Um, and of course, Ex Machina was good too. Mm-hmm. Um, but just. I, this doesn't look like anything else, so I'm very and excited. It, it's got Jesse Buckley in it, mm-hmm. Oscar nominee Jesse yeah. Buckley, who mm-hmm. I've really liked. I've liked her right from the start of her career. East, right? Yes, I mean, like right from the beginning, I, I mm-hmm. was a fan of hers. So, and she seems to find her way into a lot of these prestige dramas, and then obviously working with, like you said, Alex Garland. I mean, mm-hmm. th- what's not to like? It, right. And it's horror movie, you know, eerie. I, I think there's just that, but I totally agree. It's gonna make like ten dollars, but it looks great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not gonna make a lot of money, but. But we're all gonna like it. Mm-hmm. And at least uh, Rory Career is going for person you least want to see in real life awards. Uh, yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> what won't that guy do? <laughs> right. <laughs> get a date, get a date for the premiere, I guess. <laughs> oh. Mark, how about you? What are you? What else are you looking forward to for May? Um, I mean, you know, I, I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange. I, mm-hmm. I always like mm-hmm. the Marvel films, so um, that's uh, probably that's probably really the only other one. I, this is not something that I'm interested in, really. But uh, 
are you familiar with this movie called Pleasure? It's a neon film. I'm aware um, of it. Yeah. It's in, yeah. The, it's in the poster. Interesting and poster. That's, yep. I just wanted to throw that out there because I know that's probably a film that a lot of uh, people might be interested in. It's, you know, neon always has sort of interesting artistic films. And uh, uh, I have, you know, it, it, it looks like sort of a prestige kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Abe, what are you looking for? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you guys mentioned men, but also uh, a movie I've been looking forward to and one that we did the special edition where we'd pay 50 bucks to go see uh, if it was released tomorrow. Top Gun Maverick. Give yeah. me that movie. Uh, I have been waiting quite a while for that. Not since 1986 or whatever when the first one came out, but uh, certainly uh, when it was announced and when it was released and the first trailer was given to us in 2018. Uh, very looking forward to it. Pandemic hits and then they've been kind of like doing whatever. Tom Cruise has really just been on his game of just like, hey, let me promote this and also let me make sure that COVID protocols are in place while I make Mission Impossible. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to see what it's doing. I've had to mute my my mentions of Top Gun stuff because I think I guess CinemaCon folks and and other folks who have seen it's screening uh, yeah. the movie have uh, been writing about it. So I'm excited for for Top Gun Maverick. Uh, what about you, Aaron? I mean, yeah, Alex Garland's Men is big on my list um, because why not? It, mm-hmm. Alex Garland's very good at what he does, um, and I mean, Doctor. Str- I mean, it's a new Sam Raimi movie. That's what I'm right. excited about. Like, yeah. it's it's you know, Doctor Strange, cool. I like Doctor Strange. I like the people there, but Sam Raimi's hasn't made a movie in a while, and he got to do another like giant budget superhero movie where he allegedly has complete control. So yeah, cool. I want to I want to see what, what that was looks his like. Last movie, Oz the Great and Powerful, of course. Oh wow, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Zach Braff, <laughs> a, a movie I saw once and was like, "Yeah, that's fine." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I look forward to seeing more Raimi doing sure. stuff like this, where it's weird, it's big. Like <laughs> that I'm movie, gonna... yeah, that movie pops up. The Oz, the Great and Powerful, pops up on TV every once in a while, and when I'm flipping the channels, and the effects are just not good, okay. <laughs> just garish, and uh... so yeah, I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah no yeah the new sam raimi film that's an exciting thing and i you know i'm kind of with dr strange too with the sam raimi film like i'm like i'll believe it when i'm watching it in the theater because you know sure. we know how some marvel films have gone but i'm very but and i liked his quote that came out recently it's like i wanted to show these kids how it's done that's not like an old codger but i'm like all right i like it yeah i like it i like that so I mean, it's something that a global champ would say yes <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk about june uh, June, we have a few movies we haven't even talked about yet, but we have Jurassic World Dominion, Lightyear, The Black Phone, Elvis. Um, you know, some more heavy hitters there. Obviously, a couple of us have Jurassic World as our pick for the number one slot. Um, and then you got a new Pixar movie finally hitting uh, theaters again. So that's uh, something <laughs> something to be mm-hmm. proud of, I guess. <laughs> but um, uh, We already talked about Elvis. We talked about Black Phone a little bit, but uh, Brandon, what are you looking forward to in, in uh, June? Oh, of course, J- Jurassic World, Dominion looks uh, it's the place the logical place it's taken uh what seven films to get to six films to get to um seeing all the dinosaurs out in the world and stuff and it just looks like a lot of fun it's got you know i picked it high for box office mainly because it's got that you know back pocket card of like laura dern and building mm-hmm. that excitement off it, it kind of feels like we could see a bump uh you know jurassic world that was huge but Fallen Kingdom went down a little, kind of that, that um, uh, Star Wars Empire Jedi kind of bump uh, box office-wise for the third one closing out here. So um, 
definitely that one. And, you know, this month, yeah, a lot of curiosity, black phone, Elvis, of course, you know, go see Lightyear, but um, all of them straight through that in that mm-hmm. month. Mark, how about you? So it's funny that Abe mentioned this film, but I am anticipating uh, Marcel the Shell with shoes. Thank on. you, Mark. That that does come out in June, and I, I did have that on my in my notes. That's something I'm excited to see. So again, I, I think it'll make five dollars, but <laughs> I think it's you know it's a twenty four. It's an animated film, um, and so that looks like something. And as all the other things too that we mentioned, I, the black phone looks interesting, and Elvis, Baz Luhrmann, you know, doing a musical. Uh, that is something that I'm there for. So I, I, I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us are against Marcel the Shell. It's just a matter of like, is it going to is it <laughs> we, qualified? We know you're not. We know you're not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah looking forward to seeing it. Sure. <laughs> Looks yeah. like but I'm, an, I'm anticipating it. Like it's it's something I'm, I'm looking forward it might to. Be, it might be the one that makes me cry seven times in this, this year. I, I will say, I just I'll, maybe I'm the only the t- dissenter on this, but uh, Jurassic World is something that I will see, and I sort of I'm going to see it because it's it's you know a pop culture phenomenon. Mm-hmm. But I, I really, you know, it's it's just it's a movie, and okay. the, the last one I did not care for at all. So you know, I, I I'm sort of going on that those vibes, but seeing Laura Dern and Sam Neill again is nice. A uh, Jeff Goldblum, you know, it's nice to see them again. And mm-hmm. I think that will definitely play into, I think it's going to be a huge hit. So it, that my own personal feelings have nothing to do with what I think it will do at the box office, but I, I think it'll just be, you know, a special effects fest and, you know, it'll be like, okay, that, that was a movie. Mm-hmm. AW. Yeah, for sure, the black phone, mostly just because of um, the premise. And it definitely reminds me of, if you guys remember in Coraline, that's sort of what happens to all the, the dead kids in, in the other world, is like they're all just like in this room under this blanket. And a really cool premise. I'd like to see how these two guys who have collaborated together um, on the first Doctor Strange and other things, um, you know, Sinister, Sinister, do their, do their, oh, that uh, was so good. Next movie here. But quite honestly, uh, I'm I'm very curious and very anticipate, anticipatory of uh, Lightyear, mostly because I want to know if we can put the controversy to bed of whether this comes out before the toy or he inspires the toy. Everything that David Ye and, and the Aaron same and I tar- talked about in our Turning Red review. But yeah. I look forward to that conversation. I think I got some clarity on this recently, but I, I save, wanna, save it. <laughs> I will. Well, because we'll see what's really going on. But <laughs> I, I'm just like, please answer this because it's something that I didn't think about until we talked about it. And now I'm seeing a lot of questions about it on the internet. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm curious to be, uh, I'm curious to have my, my, uh, my brain enlightened, but how about you, Aaron? What are your, your June anticipation anticipation movies. The Black Phone uh, is, uh, yeah, the, the Black Phone's one where like I'm, I don't know anything about it beyond it exists. It has these people mm-hmm. involved and it's horror that's supposed to be good. Um, so cool. I don't need to learn anything else. I haven't watched anything beyond like the first 30 seconds of the first trailer. It's like, yeah, okay. Um, so, so even stuff that you just mentioned, I'll probably forget by the time I see it because <laughs> I'm not focused on knowing anything about sure, it beyond sure. I want to see this movie um but i mean yeah it does come down to like something like jurassic world i mean i the the bar it needs to clear is not high it's right it's 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 the sixth film about a dinosaur theme park i mean it's not it's not like i'm going out of my way to be like i hope it gives me great art it's like 
dinosaurs in a theme park. That's mm-hmm. the whole premise of this franchise. So now they're like, okay, they're on land. Cool. Let's see what that is. There's a part of the trailer where like a T-Rex is just eating a guy at a scooter all of a sudden. It's like, yeah, like that's exactly the kind of silliness <laughs> I wanted a Jurassic World movie. <laughs> like, the the bonus of having these, uh, you know, the legacy cast members and the new cast. It's like, cool. That's fun. That mm-hmm. that tends to work out pretty well. Um whatever Colin Trevorrow has been wanting to tell is his final story. I'm into that. I like the ending of fallen kingdom, a movie that I'm like half good with. Uh, maybe I'll like it more the next time I watch it. Cause I will watch both of these, the world movies again, before I see this new one, mm-hmm. it left me feeling like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm certainly curious where this goes next. <laughs> so finally getting what that's going to be in this like two hour extravaganza of Chris Pat driving around and, you know, motorcycles, avoiding raptors. Like, again, <laughs> the, the these are essentially kaiju movies. And it's like, yeah, cool. Dinosaurs on the, in the world. They got to run away from them. Sure. That's Mecha T-Rex going to come in? They'll, uh, I mean, they're all, <laughs> they're all genetically engineered dinosaurs. I mean, it's, it's pretty much there already. But yeah, sure. Make a nano dinosaur. I'm into that. Do it. <laughs> all nano machines. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it also just looks fun. I mean, the, based on the trailers I've seen, it's like, yeah, this is what I want out of this thing. <laughs> I, I I know what else I can look for is that I want higher drama or different kinds of innovation. But as far as a the sixth Jurassic movie, yeah, sure, more of this. Yeah, Lightyear. Yeah, okay, we'll see it. <laughs> it's, it's a Pixar movie. Mm, all all roads have led to this. It's just it's less like compared to the past few Pixar movies. This sure. just seems inherently less interesting to me. I'm I'm curious about the animation because of what we talked about with the photorealism, sure. but also just more of. I just want the an- that question answered ever since David incepted me. I, I the part want- where a guy's like, he's about to get his soul sucked and he gets it sucked <laughs> and he puts it into a doll. <laughs> oh no. It, there, it does, like if this wasn't like, and it's not even the fact that it's Buzz Lightyear, but if like I was initially told Pixar has an action sci-fi movie they're bringing out this summer, that sounds interesting to me. Sure. But because it's roped into being Buzz Lightyear, like it just in my mind signals, really? Like, all right. Like, all it says to me said to me was we have a way to replace Tim Allen's voice at the theme parks. <laughs> and we gotta do it loud and publicly. We're gonna have to make a film. Right. But trust me, guys. It's gonna work. Well, we'll see. And it's Pixar. Like it's not like I'm thinking, oh, this better not be bad. Like sure. it'll yeah. probably be good. And like, I'm glad that it's getting a theatrical release compared to the the last two Pixar movies. So. Yeah. It's just a shame that the last ones did not go to theaters, right. but it is what it is. Um, okay, so that's that's June. Let's uh, let's look at July now. We got more some more heavy hitters. Minions: The Rise of Gru, of course. Thor: Love and Thunder. Pause of Fury. Nope. Bullet Train and the, the Super Pets. Obviously, Brandon, where are you looking at when it comes to uh, July? Uh, nope. Thor and Bullet Train. Easily. Um, but I I do think, and I pondered this one with where the crawdads sing mm-hmm. as being like some like kind of surprise hit and maybe mm-hmm. good word of mouth if it's good i, I, just, I played with that idea as a possible too. dark horse but Same. i just don't think it would be make enough like i there'd be like a 24 money type hit you know where like people weren't expected they're talking about it but it just that's its success so i didn't think it would be top 10 big enough success so mm-hmm. that's where it kind of fell off my dark horse thing but i want to point out that i'm like i have my eyes on that one as being maybe a word of mouth kind of hit movie i wavered i wavered between that and black phone for my dark horses because Mm -hmm. it's like 
the horror could break out or, you know, a movie that's for a different kind of audience than the sure. ones that are seeing superhero movies could easily see that. Right. But, I'll, but I also looked at the release date where it's like, it's coming out like mid July. If it was like mm-hmm. August, like I could see that maybe taking off because it's like the yeah. only thing and it's, you know, it's hitting the female demographic among other things. It's like, yeah, okay. That, but it's like, I feel like it just going to get, might just get drowned in the middle of July the where it is, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Like it's certainly a possibility. I don't deny that whatsoever. Yeah. yeah it's just a, a one to keep an eye on. I, I had us there, but yeah, nope. It's going to be awesome. Um, Jordan Peele. Well, until he doesn't deliver, then there we go. And you know, a more uh, Thor Ragnarok victory lap is a okay in my book. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hubby, what are you looking forward to in July? Yeah, uh, Nope is probably my most anticipated film of the you know summer. Uh, you know, Jordan Peele. It's uh, an original film. I that I always tend to kind of gravitate towards something unique and original. So that would be probably my number one anticipated film of the entire summer, followed closely by Thor: Love and Thunder because. First of all, Taika Waititi is probably one of my favorite directors working today. I've loved everything he's done. And uh, Thor Ragnarok is one of my favorite films, probably top five of the MCU. So I really have high hopes for Thor Love and Thunder. I like, there's sort of two camps of Thor, I believe. And, and there's sort of the first two films and then there's the next two films. And I I sort of have a tendency to, I mean, we'll see, but I think Thor Love and Thunder and, and Thor Ragnarok, I, I, I anticipate will be my favorite two of the of the four. Um, so yeah, those two are, I, I think, I, those are among my two favorites of the summer. I can't wait to see those. Yeah, and I want to put in Love and Thunder, the, there's kind of a, when I saw the trailer, granted, we're just starting that trailer hype and stuff, but there's sort of a relaxing thing with it. It looks like it's just a fun little Thor movie, you know, like no, no bigger connotations. No, this guy from this is coming into this and this, you know, granted the guardians are there, but it just kind of felt like, you know, this is just going to have a, we're just going to have a fun, nice one-off adventure here. Well, let's talk about that a little bit because Thor, not quite hitting number one for any of us, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily number two or even three in some cases for you guys. So you think Thor is, on its path to be being the kind of the softer of the two Marvel releases this summer. Oh yeah. I mean, so I, we're getting into a little bit about how we created our list, but for me, Dr. Strange is the first film that kicks off the summer. That's huge in my book. So that's what mm-hmm. partly put it at number two or number one for me. Uh, and then, so Thor comes later in the summer. So that's why I sort of played. In fact, I actually had Thor as my number two for up until maybe a couple of days ago. And, and I, just decided to switch it and put Jurassic World at number two. Um, but yeah, I think Thor is is the, in terms of box office, is going to be, you know, because it's coming after uh, Doctor Strange, I, I tend to think it will do less. That isn't always the case. I mean, Shang-Chi did more business than Black Widow. Um, but I don't know, for some reason, I just feel like Doctor Strange, it, if since it's coming first, it's, it's more likely to, to be the bigger film. Mm-hmm. Thor didn't have the mystery box either. Everybody's going to be rushing to Dr. Strange. So they don't get, um, you know, it's expected to be, you know, cameo heavy and, you know, a lot of whack stuff that they're hiding going sure. on and that'll get people rushing out. So to see it uh, and get it in. So they aren't spoiled when they go on social media or, you know, just trying to see it first. It's one of those do, things. Do, does everybody here have it in their top three or no? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think Brandon, everybody here has in top of what Doctor Strange. Oh, Brandon has Thor. Thor. 
Thor. I have Thor I'm as sorry. my. I have a, the five. five. I have the. I have the minions and Lightyear ahead of it. Okay, so I I do think that Thor is going to still do some pretty major business. I mean, you've got Natalie Portman is back. You've got Christian Bale as the villain. I, I think there's a lot of pieces of that film it's gonna it's gonna be huge i mean i just just don't think it'll be quite as huge as jurassic world or dr strange if you have it second right? i have it second and sort of like along the same lines of just uh well what if we saved our our uh we like dr strange but i think from the the series uh, you know mini sub uh team group thor has been doing the last number the last movie did pretty well so i was thinking yeah. that Great if it's going to be a July release, mid July release, um, or early July release, it's going to run through the rest of the summer and uh, it should be picking up enough steam to, to probably push it number one. Mm-hmm. Dr. Strange, pretty good as well. I, I still have it number three uh, overall on my list, but like in terms of anticipation of movies, sure, Thor, just because I'm curious to see what how they're going to transition from Hemsworth to. Uh, Portman or whether that's actually even going to be a thing, um, you know, of, of Hemsworth maybe exiting his role as Thor and kind of like going to do more uh, Black Hat Part 2 and Part 3. Um, so yeah, ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But, but um, in yeah, the heart of the sea again. Well, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's more oil out there, boys. <laughs> you know, Tom Holland's back. So. But I mean, Doctor Strange also is. I mean, there's a drought here between it and Spider-Man. Correct. Um, and it's coming off that Spider-Man hype and promising more of that kind of Spider-Man hype. At yeah. This, at this point, I don't. Yeah, and then Thor will be just a couple months later, and it at this point doesn't have that stuff that people are like, you know, having fiending off of. Right. And yeah. So and that certainly is like the mystery box element that you pointed out too, because you know you have. Uh, Spider-Man, but also the the Marvel MCU TV series kind of feeding into this one movie that's going to be released next week. And again, people are probably hankering for for information, answers, what's going to happen, etc. Um, and uh, I'm just curious to see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing is also um, Bullet Train, mostly because I don't know if it's going to f- like flop or if it's going to be like a surprise hit for the summer. Like I've certainly we. You guys brought up really good examples of these first run movies where um, maybe people really, really didn't latch on to it until much later. Uh, so I'm curious to see how a bullet train is going to go. I think some of you guys have it in your top tens um, and dark horses, but I, I did not mostly just because uh, I, I that Marcel to show. Yeah, I gave, I gave some love to Marcel. <laughs> I um We'll get back to bullet train. Real quick. I just want to wrap up the Thor thing uh, by the, the thing that's getting me is Thor he is an original Avenger and he has guardians with him. And that's a pretty cool X factor versus Dr. Strange. Yes. Being the kickoff film of the summer and being the first one of the Marvels. Like they've done Mm -hmm. this a number of times. They've had Avengers films followed by a Spider-Man or an Ant-Man. And it's like, yeah. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you weigh the two? What does stronger business? And it really comes down to, I mean, I have them one next to the other. Mm -hmm. Like I think Thor and Dr. Strange are both going to do really well, but I do think Brandon, what you're saying like that, there's a discovery aspect in Doctor Strange that I think is going to benefit it versus what is, you know, Thor 4. It's the mm-hmm. fourth one of sure. these um, in a series that is, has escalated over time. The first one did fine. The second one did better. The third one did the best. Right. But is that going to pay off with this fourth one and being this like, you know, rock, you know rocketing up to the top? I, it has to make like superstar kind of money, right? Sure. Compared to mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. 
which also would have to make like superstar kind of money. And even then, but a way longer run, it has a longer run. And it's also, it's only the second Dr. Strange in a series where the first didn't do, I mean, it did good, but it it did great, but it's like, it's not, you know, it's not Avengers. It's not, it's not civil war. So it's like, how tested is this guy? But then the Spider-Man aspect and, you know, just Avenger. Yeah. He's had a world tour since. Yeah, he's exactly. He's people. I think people like Dr. Strange a lot more now than they did in his movie, which was already a hit. Right. So it's like, Plus, yes, all the. I know, think you're going to see or what have you. Doctor Strange is going to break out. Like the first film was more like a prelude to this one. I I think this will be a lot bigger. Yeah, I, I, think I agree. It's going to be. Oh, yeah. uh, I think it's going to be a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if the weirdness might tone down some, because I think that's like like Guardians Two was huge, but not crazy huge and i sure. wonder if dr strange factors into that more than something like Avengers. yeah that's actually that went into sort of my thought process too of just well you know thor and love and thunder it has like a, a different feel to it too if like this like more family friendly feel uh so maybe that will help boost it too with repeat dollars um the other thing is um, also like what you're mentioning there with uh, dr strange the time in between the first movie and this one he has made a lot of appearances and mm-hmm. marvel has like sort of like made him become a really cool guy um he's kind of in like the rdj slot now right yeah yeah but i mean like you know he's he's had that time to sort of change from the first movie into a pretty well-known like entity in our daily lives of like the shows the other movies the cameos you know he's drinking like hot cocoa with a vest on you know in in the most recent spider-man movie the most determining of factors right yeah exactly (laughs) but you know he's been able to sort of like if, if this second movie had come out like, you know, two years after his first one, maybe they still have to go into like, well, you know, Stephen Strange is a likable guy. Like, you know, he's not just an asshole. Like in the first movie, he's he's a pretty fun guy. And but they've I watched that, that first movie again. He is an asshole for like a lot of that movie. Yeah. And he's really mean to like his girlfriend, Christine, too. Like, you know, just this guy. But um, yeah, uh, a lot to go into these two gigantic Marvel movies. Well, it could be the first time, too, that it might require uh watching uh marvel or a disney plus marvel show knowledge to grasp something a bit more than before i, I, mean, uh, but I certain... think they're smarter than that but i agree with it's you. potentially um, potentially it's there that it could require that but sure. i'm sure we'll, my, if you watch the show you're probably going to hear a bunch of stuff you've already seen my, my only thought on that is that recently sam raimi came out and said i've never watched wandavision i just saw some segments of stuff that i needed for the <laughs> script good. and that's and that's what I worked with. So it's like, well, yeah. Sam Raimi didn't watch the damn show. <laughs> like, <Got it. laughs> right. I know what you're like. Obviously, yes. Anyone that's more informed will gain more out of something mm-hmm. like this. Sure. But because uh, the, the movies, the solo fair. hero movies have never fully required you to sure. watch anything else. So and yeah. that this does fall seem to fall more into like the Captain America movies territory where those are more connected to the overall plotting as opposed to something like Thor Ragnarok or Black Panther, which is like completely standalone from anything mm-hmm. else going on. Yeah. yeah, but we'll see. You yeah. um, the other movies, of course, uh, Bullet Train. We've talked about that a bit. I mean, it, you know, Brad Pitt, Star Vehicle. Sure, those tend to do well for him. It's an action movie. It looks very likable. Be a solid his... performer, you know. Yeah, I, sure. I think it'll make the top ten. Yeah, I, I think it. I think it has the the the, uh, the bullets uh, ah. needed to get it along. Uh, but the one I want to talk about more is Nope, uh, which is the one yeah. I'm yeah. certainly anticipating the most. Um, the thing here with Nope. I just expect it to be good, and that's good. A big reason why it's going to be making yeah. money. Yeah, I think, I, I think you know beyond just whatever spectacle it might try to sell in the trailer. I just think it 
the potential it has to be, you know, a quality piece of entertainment, I think it's it, it's an earned assumption that I can make. And mm-hmm. I think that's what's going to guide it along to being bigger than just than just decently big. And um, to be honest, I've seen the trailer. I don't even understand what it's about. I mean, and like, I don't no, care. It's, 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 <laughs> it's very just, it's very purposely yeah. cryptic. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, and I generally don't watch trailers, but I've seen it uh, sitting in the theater a couple times. They they seem to be promoting it quite heavily, and I don't even get it. I mean, it's they're starting out with talking about uh, the early film, and and the first man that rode a horse was black, and that was sort of the thing that started. I'm like, but that I don't even think that's what the movie's about. But that's like what you see in the trailer, and I'm intrigued. You know, I, I think it, it, it could be. I mean, Jordan Peele always sort of yeah. something been delivering. Well, and what, the other- well, I was gonna say, what happens is you see that trailer, you go, I don't know what this is, and then it says Jordan Peele, but I trust it. <laughs> and the I mean the trust for one thing I mean Get Out was a huge hit won him an Oscar Us an even bigger hit as far as box office and it's him and Kaluuya again like that's boom that's it Oscar winner Daniel Kaluuya yes I, yeah. I think Kiki Palmer might break out with this film depending he's, on how how uh, big it is mm-hmm. he's not it's not gonna hurt her and right. or, or hurt the the prospects and she's has a big year as far as things go she's she's got uh, like multiple movies as well as like the proud family's back on Disney Plus. Like so, it's Let's all, go. all those factors. But I mean, yeah. yeah, the thing I compare this to is signs. Honestly, as far as something that's oh, sold yeah. sold a certain kind of way, coming from a marquee director that's proven himself twice over with huge, with you know movies that made an impact. Sure, Unbreakable less successful than the Sixth Sense because Sixth Sense was ginormous but still made an impact. Uh, and then you have then you had then you had signs, which had you know a huge movie star attached to a high concept premise. This is a bit more cryptic, but at the same time, it has similar ideas, it seems, packed with what I assume is some kind of social commentary on top of things, which, mm-hmm. given who it's coming from, it's the kind of, it, it reaches a, a different demographic. You, you bring in more of a black audience. Uh, the people mm-hmm. that, that, that aren't necessarily typically going to the movie come in more because you have Jordan Peele's name attached to it. All these things, I think, play as far as why it can be bigger uh, than, than just big. Sure. Uh, so you're saying in like 15 years we're going to get a sequel to us? Uh, them? Um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, they got nice. See how far that those hands across America go. Right. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm very. I'm looking forward to Nope. Regardless, just because why not? It looks. It, it when it says all the it has all the things on there as far as the cast and Jordan Peele and the intriguing imagery, and then it also says seek certain sequences shot with IMAX cameras. And I'm like, what the fuck's gonna happen to this? Oh yeah, <laughs> I want to know. I need to know what's gonna go on here. Um, all right, um, want to go see a movie this weekend? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> high fives. Dad jokes are gonna be at a high premium this summer. High did you see a movie around. this weekend? Nope. No, yeah, really. I'm ready. Brandon, what did you watch this weekend? Nope. <laughs> High fives continue, throwing sodas at each other. Yeah, exactly. Sticky. We're wearing New Balances and eating pasta. Gee whiz, okay. Um, <laughs> I would ask what about August, but there's not much coming out in August. Do you guys have anything that you're looking forward to in August? Not not a whole lot. I mean, that, that poster for 3,000 Years of Longing, interesting, but late, late August. There's a Pete Davidson movie. Which which There's one's bo- that one? Bodies, bodies, oh, bodies, bodies, bodies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not really anything in August. As far as like big hits go, like no. Um, as far as like huge releases go, I I'm curious. You know, there's a movie of Idris Elba versus a versus a lion. I was like, yeah, okay, I, whatever. I'm into <laughs> which that. Which one is that? Beast. 
Oh, beast. You know, there's, I read one place, I don't see it listed everywhere, but uh, George Miller has a movie called 3000 Years of Longing. Yeah. And it's a, it has a release date of August 31st. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if that's true yeah. or not. Like, so I, I, I'm not exactly state. sure if it's actually going to happen. But I mean, yeah. Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton, directed by George Miller, last film was Mad Max Fury Road. Right. That, that would be, I, I hadn't mentioned it until now, but that would obviously yeah. be very anticipated if it actually does get released. Really cool, like little uh, snippet of plot, too. Yeah, I I'm by default interested because George Miller rules. Um, so it's like, why not? Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know if I can, I don't know what I can hold for that date. Sure. I feel like that's a tentative date. Yeah. I know. I, Especially like at, at the end of the, uh, of the month too. Yeah. It premieres right. at the Cannes film festival this coming, this coming weeks. So, you know, it'll be. Well, prestige picture. I, I will say I, I'm not looking, I mean, I'm not really anticipating this film, but of the films that are being released in August, I would say the biggest potential is something called secret headquarters are you familiar with this yeah yeah um so that would be the i mean i don't think it's going to do big business but that is the thing that i think would have the potential to have the biggest box office of mm-hmm. that month yeah I, come I, on thor there's that and there's what like easter sunday is another like big comedy or a comedy that's coming up but it's like i don't know like you know money wise i don't know yeah um I, I'm curious what August looks like when movies start actually coming out. Cause like, what is coming out? That's going to like make an impact, but we'll see somebody. You think somebody will move and I notice ha- that and move if nothing gets added. I, I'm not going to say no, but I feel like at this Did you point, mean nope. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, things have moved. And it's like, if something was going to move to that slot, I feel like something would have done it at this point. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. It's just nothing's, you know, the only thing that moved was Bullet Train to the end of July. Right. I think because it saw that nothing's coming out in August. So it's like, yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. Meanwhile, crawdads will just keep counting that cash. Exactly. <laughs> All through August. <laughs> okay. So we've gone through like our, what we're anticipating the most. What are, what are you, what, what are you not looking forward to? What's the, what's your least anticipated film of, of this summer? I don't know if it, it, I only have two that I wrote down when I think, with well, both of them animated. It's stuff that we've talked about. DC League of Super Pets. And Minions Rise of Gru. I think that Aaron, everything that you mentioned about just what is this DC? It's not that as though it's not going to make money. It seems like there's a lot of big names attached to it, but I I don't know. I'm just not really looking forward to those two movies. Minions, we've talked about uh, ad nauseum for the past five years. I like to think we we specifically haven't talked about minions. It's just something to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I sure. sure. I don't care. I don't care for them. They don't Good do way of phrasing it. Yes, uh, but that that is on my list here. It's like yeah, minions. I just you know yeah. it it exists. It, It'll come out. It's it make, sounds first of all, I'm not anticipating it, and second, of minions, and also it's it just feels stale. I mean, it was from two years ago, and then now it's finally getting dumped in the. Um, summer i just uh, i mean it like we all have it in our top 10 so i I, you know i think it'll do some business to be honest uh, another film also that was from a a holdover this top gun maverick i just don't don't care i i mean i was of age when the original one came out i mean i was like the right age for it and i thought it was fine i mean it was never been like one of my favorite films and so now we have another one it just feels sort of like okay we're you know going back to the well and and i've seen some you know things online that say like oh it's so great and it's so much better than the you mean the, when you say some things you mean the unanimous praise that it got last week i mean the, the twitter is like you know, it's, <laughs> i'm I, just saying I, I expect to see that 
No, but I mean, there's all sorts of things that get that kind of a unanimous. Oh, I entirely agree with you. We got to see it first. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and it's right. We don't have to get into the 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 qualities of Twitter, but I I, I've gotten to the point where I can see things saying it's going to get nominated for best picture, and I sort of regard that as okay. I'll I'll wait and see it. Sure. I think it'll be fine. You know, I mean, it's it's got Tom Cruise in it, and I do like him. And um, you know, I'm sure it's going to have some great aerial sequences and you know it'll be well acted and everything so uh, i mean i i'm gonna see it but it's not something that i i'm like rushing to the theater to go watch i um along with minions by the way the other one i had is i you know it's not a it's not anything against it it's just i'm not seeing downtown abbey because i just it's right. not my thing like i have nothing, I have nothing well, against it whatsoever i just yeah. never watched it and it's like i don't have to see this movie because i have no well right if you point. haven't seen the tv show i have no reference point for it so like, good, you, yeah. good glad that it exists for the people that want to see it yeah. I, i'm i'm good <laughs> i i don't i don't watch bob's burgers so that's not one that i'm like all right brandon uh, you can leave i know i know <laughs> i i'm curious that, how that, much of like if i'm like the perfect audience for bob's burgers so i've watched i've yeah. watched, watched a lot of it but i haven't watched it consistently so i wonder if that makes a difference as far as like if i'm like primed and ready for this just because i'm like not out of the loop but like yeah i, I like yeah. this well enough a movie version sure You'll brandon to your fine. point like when i was thinking about my top tens and kind of going through it i also had that question of who is i think it's like a, is this a really niche movie it's been on 12 seasons is it, I don't is it know gonna be simpsons or aqua teen hunger force colon movie <laughs> right exactly theaters, i think it's you know? closer to aqua teen and, and yeah. yeah and i was like i i enjoy this kind of like weird off-brand humor but i don't know if everybody is like me so i mean you're not. saying this it's not like an adult swim show on 12 a.m that's only so many people oh. watch it's, sure, sure, it's sure, like sure. it's like seven it's like 13th season that's like a right. exactly that's, that's a prime a staple of, of fox's fox's sunday night lineup. So, but, but like it's like animation domination but they've exactly. never made a family <laughs> guy fox. movie in theaters so it's like and i, I imagine it, family guy has a far they a did they call it ted and ted too <laughs> but yeah anyway brandon to your point is just yeah i hear you on if is it even for you kind of thing and so, you know, um, very valid thought of, of least right. anticipated. And will Firestarter break $10 million? <laughs> I mean, when I answer that question, least anticipated, I guess it's sort of something that I plan on seeing, but I'm not excited about it. To okay. be honest, Firestarter or, and to be honest, the Bob's uh, Burgers movie, mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers, I'm not even going to probably see those films. So gotcha. to calling them least anticipated sure. is just sort of like more like not anticipated. Well, they're just like, yeah. they're just, they're just entities that will exist. And right now, now if, if the Bob's burgers movie breaks out and does 50 million at the box office, then I probably will go see it, but okay. it's, okay. it's not, it's not a, gotcha. you know, thing. Well, everybody me. already mentioned minions and that one. I don't think yeah. uh, the three of you have a, have children that are going to make you take them to that movie. <laughs> so. How many times do you think you're going to go Brandon? To minions? Yeah. Just once. one. Hopefully I can be one of those weekends where they forget it's coming out. Yes. And then a couple, a couple weeks later, they're like, we never went and saw that. And then I'm like, you know, it's coming out on Blu-ray. It's on, it's on Peacock in 45 days. Mm-hmm. Brandon, Maybe even did, less. Did you take your kids to see the bad guys? No, I didn't get to that. It was like loaded. It was just was so like a lot going on. They wanted so. to see the Northman. I get it. My, my gonna... son did read the books and he, he liked, but he didn't I, push me to see it. I, I saw it recently and I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, I thought it was really liked good. It. Oh, yeah. No, I told Aaron before. I'm like, the books are actually pretty funny. So I bet it's pretty solid. Yeah, it's pretty enjoyable. The animation is nice. It's got that sort of into the Spider-Verse, you know, uh, Mitchell mm-hmm. versus the yeah. machines kind of style to it. 
Yeah, no, I, I wanted to see that one, but there was just too much like out. Right. Totally. I wanted to see. I don't know why April was so stacked. Well, they had was... three. They had three. They had unbearable weight of massive talent. They had the mm-hmm. Northmen and they had the bad guys. Yeah, all the yeah. kids had all these options, Brandon. I get it. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, it's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what happened. Your son loves yeah. Nicolas Cage. Your daughter loves Vikings. I understand. It's, it's very, it's it very understandable for children under 12, you know? So. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking of which, uh, you know, what are some movies that you guys were excited about that didn't make your list at all? And we've talked about a few of them, but is there like one or two from, from each of you that you guys are just really excited about, but you know, it's not going to make any money, but it's going to be like, Hey, on your list for me, my first one is men. We mentioned it earlier. That uh, was him. Uh, yeah yeah that would for, be yeah <laughs> for, for me it's uh david cronenberg's crimes of the future of course yep. okay. um, yeah yeah yes. great trailer cronenberg is like hey guys remember me i have a movie it's kind of like it's disgusting here it yeah. comes uh, it, it looks uh like a david cronenberg like um, one of one of his uh gross movies as opposed to like his more austere dramas that he's made right. i think more it's, recently. His, it's his uh first horror film since uh Existence. God, that's probably right. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. yeah. Spider? Is that a horror movie? I don't know. But uh, like, that's a good pick. Yeah. Really good trailer. I don't know if you saw the, the French trailer. French I trailer did. is amazing. Of course I did. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, a, I'm a big David Cronenberg fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, yeah. For those who haven't seen it, check out the French trailer. And he's got Vigo back. Oh, I God. know, looking great. <laughs> <laughs> so um I I've kind of I have an eye on Watcher with Mako Monroe being back yeah. in an indie, indie horror film again. So I'll just say this. It was my least favorite thing I saw at Sundance. Awesome. <laughs> Fair enough. But it's getting a theatrical release. Yeah, so. good. Good for movies. Exactly. Good for movies, yeah, I guess. Good for but, that. Yeah, it got, it's got my interest, but yeah. Anything uh, from Mark? I mean, we talked about them already, but uh, men and I, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. There you go. Yeah, Brandon. Uh, speaking uh, on that watcher thing, I also am am very curious about dash cam. Um, it's from the guy who made Host, uh, and okay. so yeah. Oh, okay. How, yeah. How that one goes? Like it looks a little bit like a little bit too crazy for me, but the premise of an Uber driver minus uh, the guy that that did it from Stranger Things a few years ago, Joe Gary. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm curious to see how just scary and spooky and and kind of like fucked up it is, but we'll see. That's what I've missed when it was at whatever festival it was at, but I, I heard interesting things about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious to check it out. Um, a couple more that one that's not going to theaters, but that I just looking forward to the Chippendale Rescue yes! Rangers movie <laughs> <laughs> coming to net uh, to Disney Plus. I that seems like money in the bank. I'm surprised that that's just a Disney Plus thing. It just looks like fun and innovative as far as because now money in the bank is as pl- uh, a thing for streaming too. They got to keep people there with hyper invested in things. your like yeah. like this seems like the first lonely out of the movie that would make money so it's like this is the <laughs> one that's not going to theaters <laughs> like okay whatever samberg and john mulaney is jim and dale and a like who framed roger rabbit type animation thing they got going on mm-hmm. like but it looks super fun like from the trailers i've seen so far so yeah you see how the animation style goes on that too but i i am uh, i do want to see that and that's coming out fairly soon right comes out in may and I, I like that one of them CG and the other still 2D. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, like this, is, this looks fun. Yeah. This looks fun. Uh, and Adam Sandler, he's got a drama coming out called Hustle on Netflix. So I tend, I mean, basketball tend, coach, right? Yeah. He tends to yeah. do good drama. So yeah. give, me, give me that drama. Give me right. that Sandler drama. I'm into that. 
I hope it still has the Happy Madison logo in front of it. <laughs> it, you know, you, it, in the screen. It, it makes you smile. You're like, oh yeah, we're we're all friendly here. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's start rounding things out here, um, and let's get into some bold picks, Aaron. Some some bold picks. Some uh, some films registered like- trademark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't think about it, but yeah. Oh, our Oscar picks. Our Oscar. So, like, what films we think are gonna like could like go the distance and like be more than just successful yeah from, <laughs> from this summer movie uh slate of movies uh from like looking at what we got here <laughs> the i mean the only thing i could think is like maybe elvis or nope depending on like nope what I mean, they, that, that's the only thing like what the, i mean elvis, I, mean, elvis yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past i mean as far as what's going on there or do you have do you have specific categories or, or just shouting it out Nope, it's hard to tell, but I guess like picture, I guess. Best like actress, broad, broad Bet, wow, I, I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> Elvis, like maybe it's a star-making performance. Here, here's my two, my two bold picks. Leslie Manville, best actress for Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, picking up where she left off for, for Fandom Thread, and Elvis for best picture nomination. I've got, um, I've got Lady Gaga hold my hand for best original song nomination from Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Oh, if we're going that. I can have a, I have some other choices. I, I, yeah, I'd love to hear it, Mark. But yeah, I mean, Mark. Or, oh, but I'm silencing you. No, no, Brandon, no, no I just, yeah, Brandon, uh, you her breath away. One, one, uh, a Grammy. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised for Lady Gaga, you know, picking up an um for that song. I just don't know what other songs there are. So that's, mm. yeah. You know, song from Pause of Fury. Um, Still fine. Right. Saws from uh, the Black Phone. You know, I'm sure it'll have an original yeah. number. I did build an original Diddy in there. Mark, how about you? You had you had some specific. Well, I mean, just special effects. I mean, Doctor Strange and Thor could also, or in Jurassic know, World. I don't Jurassic. I don't think it, the last two got anything. So I, I don't think hmm. I, this, the third, a third one in the series is going to make the difference. But, sure. um, but Doctor Strange and Thor could get special effects nominations. Dig it. Lightyear best animated film nomination. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty safe pick, I'd say. <laughs> That was bold. That was my boldest. I, think that, boldest. I think that is bold, actually. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. That, <laughs> that a Pixar film will be nominated for Best Animated Feature? Yeah. That's... Well, just because I think if they felt that way about it, they would have released it in November or September. But I mean, every summer Pixar movie tends to get nominated for Best Animated Feature. Carry over. Okay. Yeah. Well, if it gets nominated, then I'll 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 say I'll I'll be surprised. Yeah. Aaron, how about you? Any other uh, additional uh, bold picks? I mean, if that Safe George picks? Miller, if that George Miller film came out in the summer, uh-huh. then I'd say the three thousand <laughs> years along. <laughs> but I, I don't Ooh. know. <laughs> oh, I I did have uh, if uh, any acting, I have that Tom Hanks and Elvis best supporting actor because they love people made up like that. True, and it's the old Hanks there. I I've been uh, <laughs> been trying to. I want to see what his performance is like, but I wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised. I'm not you know saying what? I agree with it. I'm just right. saying I know what well, they tend to go for. If we want to say bold, guys, let's. I'm going to be bold then. Okay, BD Wong, Best Supporting Actor, Jurassic World Dominion. Let's make it happen. Finally, BD Wong if, gets. If, his- yeah, it's the Return of the King performance of uh, of him in the entire movies. Yeah. I'm surprised they played that card on the first one. It didn't wait to the third one with him, but man, it worked. Because people he, back, he can only get better. That's that's <laughs> why. Back. Have you seen him in the trailer? He has long hair now, and it looks like he's in prison. <laughs> Well, let's let's wrap it up with his last question here. What's 
What's the one film you would absolutely tell everyone to go see if it's the only movie they could see this summer? But we have to guess if it's going to be good. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's just based off of like your own preferences and whatever else. Like, but so this is basically it? most anticipated, but you're, just a different. No, different but if you're, way no, of if you know, if you can only people can only see one movie, and you're telling them what that one movie is. What what is that movie? Go see Top Gun Maverick. That's the last of a dying breed of that type of action movie and action action movie actor. Again, I've had to mute some Twitter. You guys had talked about it. I I turned my volume down. You guys were talking about it, so I wouldn't hear anything. But uh, that's the movie where I'd be like, yeah, if you're gonna go see one movie in the summer, make it a summer blockbuster. Go see go see Top Gun Maverick. Buy a ticket to the danger zone. Exactly. Danger zone. Brandon, how about you? Nope. That's the only thing that I'm just like hype and sure if I, you know, if it's something original, like Mark said a lot of great things about it, but yeah, that's the one I have my finger on being like the one to go mm-hmm. see. So. Mark? I'm with Brandon. I would go with nope. Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> I would say nope. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just, yeah, it, it's it's got what I'm looking forward to as far as like uh, assumed spectacle assumed sense of quality a marquee director mm-hmm. uh, i don't know what it's going to be and yet i can't wait to see it like those are all ingredients of something that i i really anticipated would like recommend other people see, see that's what i like original films yeah and, and that's what i i like going into the i really don't watch trailers very often and i like going into the movies with just sort of no idea what i'm gonna get and you know with dr strange and and uh thor uh and jurassic world i'm sure they'll be fine movies but i sort of have this idea like i think i know what i'm gonna get Mm -hmm. and with nope it's just like an open book and i i just i love that about you know that movie so movie should be and also i put the nope with the box office thing i was was telling Aaron like they've been pushing it hard during the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like I've had games on the background, a couple of that, but I've noticed Nope has been like running at the bottom trailers yeah. brought to you by. So the awareness of that movie for the sports crowd for that is probably pretty high. Yeah. They've had Steph Curry in a commercial, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Really yeah. tying it in to the playoffs. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, summer gamble X guys. We are now, unfortunately, enemies for the rest of this year. Exactly. For the rest of the next few months, at least. I'm going to hope and I are actually adding our points together to share the win. <laughs> I like it. That that would be the most uh, diplomatic thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, <laughs> that's certainly something that I will not count. And if anything, we'll deduct <laughs> points in the end of it. But, uh, but, but seriously, uh, I am looking forward to seeing where things go. It'll be neat to do some periodic updates on what have you, what's going on and whatnot, because it's certainly a curiosity um, how movies are doing, um, both in terms of what's winning in the competition as well as just how what's going to happen this summer. Because I, you know, I think we're all curious how theaters are going to be uh, this year compared to the last few. And um, yeah, we have many other participants as well. Um, we have, I think, like eighteen people like, in yeah, this. Wow. Um, we'll in putting this up contest. their their list. So yeah, I'll be I'll be sure to link all that in the. Uh, in the show notes as well as on our on our Facebook page, um, and I will say, and I'll put a post of this out as well for uh, on Facebook and, and what have you. Um, we want the listeners to involve themselves as well if they want to put together their own top ten list and some dark horses. That'd be great. So we could you know have those in its own like separate entry and you know go through a uh, overall who uh, wins. By the end of you too can beat Abe. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you choose anything other than Marcel, the shell with shoes on, 
you're probably going to beat me. <laughs> well, no, I, I have to say, A24 owes us all a check. We have been talking about that <laughs> a lot. Marco, just give me your Venmo after. I, they're paying me for sure. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. I'll split my, my earnings with you. <laughs> they pay me in seashells, though. Where, where do you get them? From the sea, obviously. Thank you, Out. Now, we were, we were anticipating $5 million, and we made $5,020. Boom. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that is going to do it for this week's episode about an hour in there, Aaron and Abe. You can find more of my work in my personal blog, thecodezeek.com. Everything I do ends up over there. I also write for We Live Entertainment, uh, Wise of Blue, and sometimes Variety. And I'm also on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Abe? You can find more fun stuff over my Instagram, abe.mua, and at and twitter.com slash walrusmoose, hashtag summergambleX in space. Mark Hoban, where can people find more of you online? Uh, you can find my reviews on my personal blog, fastfilmreviews.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter, at Mark underscore Hoban. Brandon Peters. Uh, the Brandon Peters Show. Uh, I have a dot com. It's anywhere podcasts are found. Currently uh, jamming the summer of 82 at 40 with uh, a former uh, not first place finisher, Scott Mendelson <laughs> from Forbes. And we, as we are taking a deep dive through the summer of 82 uh, with movies, but it's not just uh, the film's that came out that summer it's a whole pop culture wheelhouse including news stories um tele top 10 television shows per week and also the case and case top 10 of each week as well wow. and box office stuff wow. it's it is a is, fun journey and, and i hope people enjoy going on it it's been a lot of uh fun to, we've started it back uh recorded back in january um and been sitting on this eager for people to hear and it's great and every friday will be a music video discussion with a different guest that uh coincides with that casey case top 10 just a little more in depth there but it is a fun adventure interesting yeah so please check it out it's awesome very fun that sounds super fun i look forward to checking out uh, as many of those episodes as i can it's very bold of you to choose uh, to listen to 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 do this with scott mendelson a box office he, uh, he's learning that is, that is yet that is a box office expert that is yet to win the summer gamble that's just really <laughs> it's a really charitable thing to do showing him the ropes that. aaron i'm showing right. him the ropes yeah, yeah. Hey, do you want to go over like who's won the i'm just curious just a recap i i wish i had all of those oh, on okay me. <laughs> I, I only have it back to 2017 yeah. um i know adam friend of the show adam gentry's won um i believe uh jose cordova has won one year um i've won uh brandon you won last year obviously Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gets a little hazy. <laughs> uh, I definitely won an early one. I don't know you which won one an it early was. One and I think I won one by like you won <laughs> the second one. <laughs> you, you, Abe, you got close to winning because you had Avengers oh, one oh. year when we did it, but you've yeah. not won. Never okay. mind. I'm just kidding. I know this for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to rewrite history here, Back to the Future style. <laughs> well, this has been fun, uh, Brandon, Mark. Thank you both for joining us this evening. Yeah, thank you for Thanks, having us. Okay. Mm-hmm. And from now thank on, you. it'll be no longer respectable because we're all against each other. Mm-hmm. So let the Summer Gamble X commence. And until next time, next week is Doctor Strange and Multiverse Madness, of course. But until next time, until, until then, so long. And goodbye.